That's why I said I know he gets you. So he pointing. Good evening, and thank you for tuning in to Know Your Purpose. I am here tonight. I am Dr. Stacey Venable, and I have the greatest, greatest, greatest therapist here on the platform, besides my therapist. I got to give some shout out to him. <laughs> the greatest. Because Tyler is great, but, you know, we have to give greatest when greatest is due. Right. So tonight we have our friend Clifton Bryant, Bright Jr., because I'm telling you, I mess up his name all the time. Saquon gets on me all the time. I'm messing up your name. I just want you to know that. And I, had, I just rehearsed it just a second ago. Exactly. See, I'm just telling you, so many things go through my mind. It's ridiculous. Well, you know, we do autopilot. We do. I we do. You already know. You work with me all the yeah. time in the building. Now, you know I'm always yeah. on autopilot. So Everybody we, is. Yeah, we we operate more out I, of our subconscious. I stay on autopilot. Mm -hmm. So before we get into what we want to talk to you tonight about, we just want to do some housekeeping rules, some disclosures. These are our views, our views alone, our opinions. These are This is where we're coming from. This is our platform. You may not like this platform, so if you don't like it, go ahead and tune off. If you do like it, get your popcorn, get your notepad, get, get your ready. pen, because he is going to drop some fantastic nuggets tonight. And tonight, we're going to be talking about mental health and the walk into fatherhood, because it is Father's Day weekend. It is. And happy Father's Day thank to you. you. Thank you. Happy Father's Day to you and to all the fathers out there. We, I wanted to bring this edition just as a gift to you. That's Look, it. I'm gifting. I'm gifting. 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 I am gifting. Um, this is my give back to all the fathers. If I have not said happy Father's Day to you, here is your salutation and here is your gift. Tonight, we're going to walk into that mental health piece. That's it. And, and how hard it is. It is. It is hard. And it's what I do for not just a living, but I do it for a calling. Yes. Yeah. I do it for a calling. And the biggest thing with fathers, most of the time, we don't check in on our mental health. We that's, just do. That's just not only for fathers. That's men in general, too. Yeah, yeah. we just, just do. Yeah. We do. We wear trauma as a badge. Hmm. We wear uh, as a badge of honor. You know, we wear being able to take stuff as a badge of honor. And also, not asking anybody for help. Oh, my we goodness. We wear these things We talk about that honor. all the time. Yeah. Me and my kings, my three kings, and we talk about that all the time. Not being that, that grounded and that humble to where you can ask someone for something mm -hmm. that that I think that came from stereotyping from way back when. Oh, it does. Uh, toxic masculinity and real toxic masculinity. It is. Oh, my goodness. You and know. and I, I've talked to two younger men this week as I was business training them. Um, I was telling them, like, what's the deal? Like, why? Why won't you ask for help? And he was like, no, this is not something we do. Mm -mm. We don't ask for help. Mm -mm. I said, so you'd rather stay down in the valley and suffer. Instead of go and ask that person for some help. Yeah. And they said, yeah, they'd rather remain yeah. there. Die on that sword. That's ridiculous. That's then ridiculous. ask for I'm help. I'm just being transparent right now. Yeah, die on that sword because for many of us, that's what the, you know, your show is know your purpose. Know your purpose. That's, you that's, were created with yeah. one. Yep. We all were. Yeah, but that's what we've been taught is the purpose of manhood. Mm -hmm. That, you know, you always show up. Uh, you You just work. You just work, you work. You don't show any pain. You don't wow. let anybody know you're suffering mm -hmm. because all those things are weakness. So even going to therapy, like I get excited getting phone calls from men. You know, I get excited because knowing that they're willing to take that step and be vulnerable. When for most of us, we've been taught not to show up that way. Yeah. That's outside of who we are. That's mm -hmm. outside of mm -hmm. our purpose. Mm -hmm. But the key thing is. Our purpose, most of all, 
I always talk about this when I talk about fatherhood. There's a line in Black Panther, mm-hmm. and there's so many lines in that movie. But the one that stuck out to me the most was when you said, I, I know you said I have it, seen right? it. I have seen it. I'd, I'd be embarrassed if somebody said, I didn't see that. Yeah, you like picking <laughs> on me all the time. Yeah. But, you know, I do take I time. Do, I do yeah. take time to watch movies and stuff like that, you know. There is a part where T'Challa wins the uh, ceremonial battle, and he's mm-hmm. really, he's really knows he's anointed to be king. And they give him the heart-shaped herb, and they let him go to, I forget what the forest is called, but it's where the souls of the past kings stay. Okay. And in that realm, the souls of the past kings, they're shaped as panthers. So his dad, the one panther jumps off the tree. Mm-hmm. It's his dad, and he transforms, and he starts talking to him and walking with him. And he says, I don't know if I can do this. You know, I, I'm not ready for you to be gone yet. And his father said, a father who has not prepared his children for his own death has failed. Okay, that that's deep. Yeah, he said, a father who has not prepared his children for his own death that's he's deep. failed as a father. So our purpose is to model how to do life. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we're modeling that you're this you're this robot that never feels, that's always tough. That is never affected by anything. Sure. That never asks for help. Mm-hmm. That never says I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. Never says I'm tired. Never says I'm hurt. You know what I mean? Only shows up as I'm angry. Wow. You know, then I'm modeling that. Sure. You know, for my sons, I'm modeling that's how you do manhood. For my daughters, I'm modeling that's the type of man you should look for. That's toxic and that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. That's the type of man you should look for. Yet, when we get in relationships, you guys want us to be able to articulate what's going on. Inside. Absolutely, absolutely. You know? And and nine times out of ten, we don't we don't get that. Yeah, because most of us aren't shaped for that. I was going to say built. Yeah, I like your word yeah. shaped. Most so of I'm us aren't that. shaped for that. One of the things I, I read this week that I literally went into study. Um, all those things that you said in, in within molding the man, um, a lot of men come out to be narcissistic because of that. Yeah, well, because of the because of the the molding that they got might have not been just from the father, but from the mother as well. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, and most of the time, you know, the abandonment and all that good stuff, and they 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 go and they trigger bomb all this onto someone else. Yeah. And and the modeling is 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 just it's not just generational. It's it's for it's it's in mentorship. It's it's for people that you don't know, people that you do know. So that molding of a shape, it is it's important to me because I know raising my sons, a lot of the times through their older life, it was just me and them. Right. Um, and and I had to model, but I modeled what I was supposed to model, what mm-hmm. a woman is supposed to model. Right. Um, but one of the things with me not having a father in my life. So that made it 10 times harder. So I would look for people, good role models that I could I could entwine them with. Right. But if you don't have that avenue, you know what I mean? It's kind of hard. But right. one of the things that my son always told me, uh, Saquon always, he and I talk about it all the time, is that I allowed him to develop himself. And then I stepped, baby stepped him into where he was supposed to be. But still at a time in his life, I want women to understand, you could be the greatest mother ever. But I'm still, I still can't do the job of a man. I I I, I carried them for, for, for eight months. I never all three of my boys, I didn't carry them for nine oh, you months. Didn't I carry carried them for eight months. Nine months. No, not no, eight. 
and they all were 10, 10 plus pounds. Okay. They all came out, they healthy, all that good stuff. So I did, I felt as a woman, I did my job, but your job is never done, whether woman or man. But I feel like, you know, and just being transparent here to all my viewers, I feel like I had neglected them on the part right here, this manhood part. And each one of them has showed the sign of being some in some form of fashion of being neglected in that. Right. So what kind of things can you can you tell the mothers like that are going through this? too? I know it's Father's Day, but we we, we have some women out there we, that we, are still walking in the same we, two. Yeah. Mothers that are going to celebrate Father's Day. Yes. On yes, Sunday, because yes. that's the dual role they've taken. Mm -hmm. They've had to be the father. So what I would say is I think. I think us men who are. Walking in our purpose. Mm -hmm. It would help if we expand ourselves to reach somebody else. So when I think about a father, a father is not just the person who you've gotten your DNA from. Absolutely. I, the I, one I, that connected with your mother and mm -hmm. your mother carried you and gave mm -hmm. birth. That's not the only father you can have. You know, oftentimes we talk about uh, pastors being like fathers mm -hmm. and ministers being like fathers. Sure. Because they take on this role where they nurture me. Mm -hmm. They nurture me. They guide me. They model for me. Mm -hmm. So. You can have a father that's not your biological father. You yes, can have somebody yes, step into that yes, place yes. that kind of guides you and shows you how to walk into your manhood. So, you know, we have to celebrate those fathers as well because absolutely, there absolutely. are a lot of there are a lot of non-biological fathers out that here. are out here doing yep, the doing job, the work. doing the job. Yep. And 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 be, you already know just the role as a parent is being a parent is 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 hard work. But just imagine stepping into an, a secondary role as being that father. Um, my my son was was blessed to have that secondary role. Um, to have a man in his life, but it was a secondary, but we, we never referred to him as that because he probably would be angry right now if he right. even thought about it. He's like, I'm dad. No, let's not do that. But my concern is what we're putting out to the world now because mm -hmm. I'm starting to see destruction all, all around me. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of, we don't need fathers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And for me, and this is not even from a, from a clinical standpoint and also from a non-clinical standpoint, fatherhood there's no expiration date on that. There is none. There is none. I there call none. my father now mm -hmm. when I'm dealing with situations. Mm -hmm. And he expects that. He's like, look, hey, man, I'm here. You know, I, I'm not coming off this job. I'll come off the job when I'm not breathing anymore. Absolutely. And yeah, I tell my kids that all the time yeah. as, as their mother. I'm going to be your mother until the day I die. And I'm I'll, I'm one of them parents. I'll tell you, I'm going beyond that because no one's ever came back and said they've never gone beyond that. Right. But I'm going to always be that. Yeah. yeah. And it, there's he'll, no breaking that either. Yeah, he'll always be my father. Absolutely. And he'll always be present because of what he's put in me. Mm -hmm. You know, what you put in them, it it expands. And either way, you are fathering whether you're present or not. Yeah. Yeah. Because, Let's talk about that. Let's yeah. talk about that. Because I, I I really I, I liked it. I like I like what you just said. But mm -hmm. then I kind of thought back, like, you know, you're your your parent, you're your fathering, whether you're there or not, mm -hmm. because those absentee fathers just don't understand that they're they're, they're still fathering. But the, the, the difference is the, the how they're perceiving it, mm -hmm. how the children are perceiving it. That's it. They're, they're so lost. They're so abandoned. They're so alone. Mm -hmm. um, just one of the young people just told me that's how they felt. Yeah. You know, when they would go to, to, to play their basketball game and they would see other people's father she said she would make make believe that her father was in the stands mm -hmm. and then he was cheering her on he was never cheering on because he's never been there right. but that's already setting a false persona in her mind so she's going to go out and look for false personas in other men right 
you're looking for that void to be filled. Mm -hmm. And you might not even know what that deficit is, mm -hmm. but you're going to look for it. Mm -hmm. And and let's be clear too, just because there's a difference between present and being in the house. Absolutely. So you can Absolutely. be in the house and, and not, still be not be present. Yeah. Present means I'm connected. That's right. That means we are exchanging. Exactly. exactly. I'm I'm planning and sowing into you. Mm -hmm. So I could come home, sit on the couch, because even what fatherhood looks like, it's so subjective. Yes, it is. Some people are like, oh, I'm a good father because I go to work. I work 50 hours a week and pay I come home and I sit on the couch. I pay the bills. You got clothes on yep. your back, food on the table. And, and, and I father. Mm -hmm. And what that really means is you handle your responsibilities. Right. But one thing you learn that is just because you're responsible doesn't mean you're loving. There you go. And just because you're responsible doesn't mean that you win the dad of the year award. No. You know, because there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of parents going through this right now where, OK, we're home. Dad's home. We're all safe because he's home. That's not that. And, and, and they're furthest from the truth because they're not safe. They haven't been loved. They haven't been talked to. They haven't been molded. They haven't been shaped. Right. That that that. And then, then they take that out in the real world. Mm -hmm. And then that's why we all we all mismanage now. Yeah. One of the things I talked, I love that you talked about the other day was the emotional the piece. emotion. Yep. That emotional loneliness. So what I was looking at, because there's there's three different types of loneliness. Mm -hmm. The emotional loneliness stood out to me because that is based on connection. Mm -hmm. It's not based on numbers. That means when you look at it, like if all your needs are met, right? Mm -hmm. You're like, ah, oh, I'm doing a great job. My kids are in this huge house. They don't want for anything. My kid drives a Mercedes. They got the best clothes on. They're jade up. Mm -hmm. You know, they got the Gucci belts. But could have this deficit where I can't talk to dad about how I feel. Only if. There goes that I, disservice. Yep. I can talk to dad about yes. sports. Mm -hmm. I can talk to dad about being happy. Yes. I can talk to dad about knocking somebody out. It's cool. I can talk to dad about. I'm going to go holler at that girl. Mm -hmm. But can I talk to dad about dad? I feel lonely. I don't feel connected. I feel sad. I don't feel strong right now. I feel weak. Mm -hmm. I feel confused. Can I talk about all these things? And you hit it when you talked about the cycles. The cycle. Because it's not like I truly believe 99% of fathers want to occupy that space. They just don't know how. Yeah, nobody taught them. Well, that's true. That's yeah. that's true because nope. you talked about that early on, where we were conditioned in in, in a, such a lifestyle where none of that was even talked about. Right. We were the men were conditioned in a lifestyle to where you put food on the table, you go to work, you work so many hours, you come home, you give mama what she's supposed to have to feed the household, mm -hmm. and you're gonna go sit down in the chair. You got your little bourbon, right. you got your little music, just to stay over there. Mm -hmm. Bedtime, that's mama's role. Yep. Uh, I, that's one of the things that I, I literally was thinking about a couple of days ago. What mama's role was. Mama's role was to take care of that house. Daddy's role was to always be out doing what Working. daddy had to do to work to bring the to bring funding into the house. But they're, they, 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 I'm telling you, every which way, even even in my genre, there was no daddy love. Whether whether I had a daddy in my house or or, or their next door neighbor had a daddy in her house, that's one thing that we could connect with. That okay, one of my friends said, "Yeah, my dad was always home, but I never got a chance to talk to him." So right. you shouldn't be upset about that. You shouldn't be upset about not having a father because he was there. 
But how many of them are there and they've already checked out? Because it's mama's role to get the kids together. It's mama's mm-hmm. role to hug the kids. It's mama's role to feed them, clothe them, put them to bed. By the some, a lot of times, by the time daddy gets home, them kids is already put to bed. Right. So what have you done? What are you? And that's another thing. What are they setting in their children by doing this? Well, you're setting that same cycle mm-hmm. that I'm going to do mm-hmm. what got performed in front of me. But you may connect with somebody where that doesn't work. Right. Because right. if you think about it, none of us come from the exact same upbringing. Absolutely. All of us at some level have different experiences. You can have you can have five children in the house. And as they grow up, they will give you five different perspectives oh my. of how that house was. Let's talk about One that. One will be like, oh, it was man, I loved it. it was, I had the greatest child. And you can have the third child that says, my parents were terrible. My my uh, upbringing where, where, where was, was, that was horrific. Yeah. I, I hear these other two, these other four talking about how great it was. But it was terrible for me. Mm-hmm. Because it is so subjective. Mm-hmm. We have this view of our world. Sure. You know, and a lot of that is shaped by fatherhood. Mm-hmm. You know, and I look, I love being a father. I count it as a privilege. I and and we 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 need more men to count it as a privilege, but we also need a lot, a, a lot, a lot of young women need to make sure when they're choosing the avenue that they want to take to be. Uh, a two-parent household as mm-hmm. far as find a man that they love. and But make sure you take that time to know who he is. Right. Because a lot of women are just out here and you know what? I had a kid by this person and then it didn't work out. But then you wonder why the molding and the shaping and all that because we, we made bad choices. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the good things that when I take the platforms of doing this 12-city tour and now I'm able to talk to a lot of young women, I tell them, as you mold yourself, Make sure you're molding who, who, what aspects you're going to give to another man. Because once you create a child and you guys are now together and bonded for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And then and if he was lazy and on a couch when you were dating him, he gonna be lazy on a couch as a father. Yeah, because people really don't change. No. Well, you can't make somebody change. Absolutely That's the thing. Not. A lot absolutely of us not. are like. Absolutely not. We make these conditions. I'm doing this while we're dating. But are you going to stop when we get married? Yeah, I'm going to stop. And the truth is, no, you're not. Well, Steve Harvey said it the best. In yeah. 90 days, you'll know. Yeah. In, yeah. 90, in 90 days, you'll know. My my son, my youngest son always says, I I, I hate dating. And I said, why? He said, because that honeymoon phase, I, he said, I would just rather skip over it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just skip over it and get to what we need to know. So what I'm, what I'm, the, the point that I'm trying to pull out of this is if you are seeing the dynamics of the red flags when you're dating, those red flags are going to become permanent once you have this child. So if he was disappearing on you, he's going to disappear on that child. Right. Nine times out of ten, he's going to disappear. So those flags are are for the mental health to take note of. Mm-hmm. And if you're just if you're just sitting there not taking any note of it, I mean, now that I'm older, I saw all kinds of red flags. Right. And I mean, I, let's be real. There is no perfect relationship. No. So as you examine things. And, you know, research even shows when you when you talk about relationship research mm-hmm. around like every five years, you change you as change. a person. And yes. You, so what I, I talked need, about. Yeah. That. So what I needed five years ago. Yeah. Doesn't fit now. So we have to grow together and adapt. Mm-hmm. So. Think about it for fathers. What you got exposed to plays so much of a part of I'll say how you start. Mm-hmm. Because you very well could see that this doesn't work 
and start accessing spaces where I can develop. Right. Okay. But of course, you have to fight that whole thing of if you've been told that you have to be a man's man and stand on your own. Those ten toes down. Yeah, and and a man's man. A man's man don't tell another man I need this or I need help here because now you're gonna question my masculinity and my manhood. So, like I said, I'd rather die on that sword and tell you, hey, bro, I like what I watch you do over here. How do you go about that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Give me some tips. Like that's I love connecting with men. Like uh, we talked about. You know, that men's group I do yes. every other Wednesday. Yes. The reason I love that group so much is I love the transparency, but I also love the different walks of life that the men in, in that group yeah. come from because we feed one another. We grow from one another. Right. And I'm of the mindset I'm always a student. Mm-hmm. I can learn from a person. Even when I do therapy, I tell clients, I learn from you while you're here mm-hmm. doing the work and healing. There's never a time where it's just I know everything and you're just here. Yeah. No, that exchange causes me to grow. It does. And you know what? You know, I I literally pushed and, and pushed and pushed and pushed. Um, not not only are we are are we good friends, but we we work in the same building, we colleague a lot, and we go back and forth and 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 me I saw the need. And I and I know I got on your nerves. I know I got on your nerves. When I tell you he he is a tall brother, he's a tall brother. I'm only five four, and I know you a lot taller than me. Yeah, six five. Six five. Oh, a lot taller than me, friends. But I when I used to when I used to see him, I would be on his heels. Like he he threw out he threw out a nugget to me. Oh, I'm gonna start this men's meeting. I said, Well, when are you gonna get it started? Oh, I'm gonna get it started, Doc. You know, don't worry about it. I said, because I saw such a need mm-hmm. for it. But how can we how can we try to draw more people in because there's so many men that are out there that are broken and then then it it comes down to a point sometimes where they're about to lose it all Mm -hmm. they're about to lose it all and then now they're knocking at that doorstep what are there are there some things that we can do to not only just as as wives as girlfriends but just people in the community to encourage them to get that help because a lot of us black folk don't think we need help well we've been told we don't and we, and, but, but but that's that's something that we but listen. I just want to make this real clear. Mm-hmm. That's something I, I I'll be forty eight years old in just a couple of weeks. I knew at twenty one I had my own mindset. Mm-hmm. So if you keep blaming it on that's what we were told years ago, yep. then 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 the problem starts with you. Okay, because someone just said that to me. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was I was conditioned early on, you know, not to, you know, men don't cry and this, 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 that, and the third. But once you turn 21 and you become your own man and you go through your own struggles, I get it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I get it. But when is enough enough? Sometimes, unfortunately, is never and it's, enough it's, it's is just, enough. It's just sad. Like I said, some people stay there. Sad. That We don't even understand why some people grab certain things and other people don't. Right, right. When everybody has, I'm not gonna say the opportunity because mm-hmm. not everybody has. Not everybody gets that opportunity. Yeah. But some people get exposed to the very same things. Mm-hmm. One person takes advantage of those opportunities and propels themselves to where they want to go. Where another person may say, "I can't get there," mm-hmm. because it really is about you. It is. Every, it really every, is. Everything you do at a certain point of your life, um, like. I feel like, you know, when, when, when I'm talking to certain people and things like that, and they always go back to, well, you know, my mom did this and this is the reason why mm-hmm. I, I get a little, I get a little turned off in that because at some point of your life, you have to make your choice for you. You do, but it is extremely hard. 
So I talk about attachment all the time mm -hmm. and attachment styles. So secure attachments where you're able to maintain relationships you and in your relationships, you can have independence where you don't lose yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about friendships, romantic relationships, family relationships, sure. work relationships, just relationships in general. general. Yeah. You're able to have this independence. You're able to still be you, but you're also comfortable having a level of interdependence where I can trust this person. Mm -hmm. I can know that they're going to do this. And I don't try to do everything because I'm like, eh, people can't be trusted. You get those things early on. You get insecure and anxious attachments. Absolutely. Early I, I agree on, 100%. You know, because you don't get that level of trust established. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, when when you have so many uh, homes that are like one parent home, mm -hmm. that parent is doing all that they can. They can't hit everything. So somewhere that that kid might not get a chance to have security. Right. That's why you have to have those other outlets, you those do. other people you connect you with. Like I said, those almost like surrogate fathers. I, I call them, I call them my only quality people. Yeah. You know, I talk about that all the time on my show. We talk about it a lot in the office about yeah. just having my only quality people. But I, I see that even the walk down my back, down my memory lane and, and how I had to let some things go. Yeah. Um, I, I, I literally, and, and, and it just wasn't solely about family, but it was just about a little bit about everything. Mm -hmm. And, and you have to let those things go to open in order to grow in any type thing, because I, I thought I've told you plenty of times. I felt like I was staying in stagnant water right up to my chest bone. Like, Hey, I'm about to drown over here. Mm -hmm. But until I started saying to myself, okay, this is what I was taught, but this is what I know. Right. This is what I was taught. Mm -hmm. This is what I know. And this is what I know to have worked for me. So you have to find that avenue of what works for you. Mm -hmm. But when you're just standing in that stagnant water and you just you just pedaling, you know, to try to catch that breath and you know you wrong. That's that I have I have a lot of issue with that. You right. know, you know you need that help. You know there's mm -hmm. outlets for that, but you still continue to make those those you still continue to make those excuses. But then you go and go along with everyday life, mm -hmm. right? But when you go along with everyday life, you just don't know you're still impacting something. You're still on your job cutting up. You right. still you still at home cutting a mess. You still out in these streets cutting a mess. Mm -hmm. And you and then and you, you you're over here like, yeah, I'm, I'm dabbing people up. So and so like me. But really, when you walk away, they don't like you at all. No. Nah. Well, we wear so many masks. It, it, so let's talk about your book. Yeah, we wear talk so about your book. We wear so I many loved masks. it. I yeah. love the book. I, I read it. I, I read it in one night, you know, because I'm. I was, I was so you did 21 days in, I did 21 in one, in one days in one because because I wouldn't what it was and I'm I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you when I got to like the third day I was like mm, I wonder what happened on the fourth day <laughs> oh wait a minute did that what I want to see what your book was phenomenal I appreciate and it. I enjoyed it but it helped me go back and and reevaluate mm -hmm. some things with my kings and with myself and I literally talked about you maybe a couple of episodes back because I'm actually in season two now. Okay. So I literally talked about that. Um, I had a, a young lady on and I talked about the mask that I wore mm -hmm. and how when COVID came along, it was just easy. It made it easier for me because I could literally hide behind that mask. But when I read that book, I did something maybe different than other people did. Yeah. I took my mask off and I just decided that next day, because mm -hmm. I read your book in overnight, of course, because you know, I don't sleep that much. But um, <laughs> we're working on that though. Yeah. Um, that next day I, I got up and I looked in the mirror and I said, no more mask. Yeah. No more mask. And that's what it is. So many people are wearing. See, you might have a mask on that tells you this is your identity mm -hmm. and purpose as a father. 
that it's really not your identity and purpose as a right. Body, but it's the one that may have been given to you. Mm -hmm. So the the biggest impact we can have is we can continue to model. Mm -hmm. Like I love, like I love shows that have positive right. father role models mm -hmm. on it. You know what I mean? Because uh, representation is huge. It is. Yeah. So people need to see us. Like even when I do therapy, I don't look like your standard therapist. No. I'm no. connected with some other no. black male therapists who don't look like when you picture therapists, you're like, that ain't what I picture. That's not what I picture. So you need to see that. So when I'm telling a mm -hmm. man, I cry when I'm hurting sometimes. You're like, man, this They're guy's like, man, you're this, too big. This dude. I remember one day I was sitting in your office and you were telling me something similar to that. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. This this man is this man is huge. Like he literally cries, like things yeah. like he has that emotion. Yeah. I I you I used to not talk about that and I used to not tap into that. Mm -hmm. But so many of so many of us are crying, but our cries look like shooting everybody. Our cries look like beating that's, on that's, people. Let's talk our about cry, that. Yeah, our cries look that's, like getting high and getting drunk. That's our cries look like jumping from relationship to relationship. Mm -hmm. Our cries, those are our cries. Mm -hmm. But very early on, so many of us has been stripped from the ability, ability to cry. To cry. Yes. So imagine if your father, because I, I know a lot of men that tell me, oh. I got told early, men oh, don't yeah. cry. Well, listen, so, I, I, I've heard, I heard, I've heard men say that to my sons yeah. and I've literally stepped in every time. Yeah. Do not tell my kids not to cry. Do not, do not, mm -hmm. do not, do not, do not. Yeah. Because crying is an, is, 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 is an emotion that has been brought on through the body and mm -hmm. you're, and if God allowed you to cry, then cry. Yeah. And stress hormones are actually After, yes. in your tears. Yes. But think about it. If, the, if the narrative is men don't cry, you're like, well, I want to be a man, so I'm not going to cry. So the very men that speak that narrative, they're really speaking from the narrative that was placed in, in them. them. Yeah. I so, so, if, so, so we need representation where that dude will cry, but he'll knock you out too if he had to. Oh, yeah. That, so, single, that single tear thing? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I, I, talk, oh, yeah. I, I oh, talk to men about, especially fathers, I talk to fathers about your children need the lion in the land. What I, I mean that. by that is I love that. I love lion, that. king of the jungle, ferocious. You literally freeze from the sound of his roar. Absolutely. I love so, that. So, but also the lamb. Mm -hmm. Well, you can give a hug, yep. you can get a cuddle, you can get yeah. you can get a pat on the back. Job well done. Yeah. Uh, you feel safe. Mm -hmm. You don't feel in danger. Absolutely. It. We Absolutely. need to have that duality. Absolutely. So many of us don't have that duality. We haven't been told we can have that. And you know what? I, that's the thing. You know, I'm I'm I, I'm hoping that you were to take that lion and lamb and write a book on it for yeah. that duality. Yeah. Because if because a lot of people don't know. Yeah, they don't. A lot of people don't know. They 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 look for the king and the queen, but they don't look for the lion and the lamb. Yeah. And I think what was that? A couple couple of days ago. A couple. What was a, that was about that? a week ago. About I a week ago. Yeah. Now, I was literally that's driving. Not, got, I, was, I was literally driving in my car, and I always get notifications, uh, and I'm and I'm like. The lion and the lamb. Like yeah. what? Like, but but I can literally see the man because a lot of times on Instagram and, and and Facebook and places I've been seeing this this half uh, masculine tiger and then the then a lion, but I've never pictured a lion and a lamb. Yeah, and your kids need that because most of the time you're thinking if if it's if it's a you know that that lamb ain't got no chance mm -mm. when that it comes lamb to, is going to get ate. It's up. Gonna, when it comes to that lion, it's yeah. going to get ate up. It's going to get devoured. But I had never, and let me tell you something. I'm so glad that in in, in the bins, I'm so glad it has those front 
um, sensors because I was so engulfed and I heard the front sensors go from like, whoo, I forgot I am driving because I literally was able to picture that. Yeah. I was able to picture that in in a in a in a, in a, in a young child climbing up on their dad's lap with a book. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times when they're young, you can give them more. Yeah. But when they get older and they get to the point where they get a little rebellious and stuff like that, then there's no more lap space. Yeah. Then you want to then you want to turn on the real noise. Mm -hmm. But you can turn even with my sons, I can turn on the real noise. But then at the end, I, I'm I'm turning to that land where I'm saying, listen, I I, I tell my sons all the time. If I don't know what you're going through, I can't help you, mm -hmm. but I'm going to give it to you. You're going to get it. Oh, yeah. You're going to get it. Yeah. You already know. You know, I got a six something giant, too. Yeah. You're going to get it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to love you through it. Exactly. We don't have enough them enough of those love you through it men. Well, because a lot of us haven't had that experience. We haven't been told that it's OK. We haven't been given permission. You know what I mean? Now, should that permission start? Okay, say for instance, I'm just, mm -hmm. this is a for instance, right? So you have, you're in a household and I'm the mom and there's a dad and and, and, the, and the mom is saying, hey, with all her might, give him what he needs. Mm -hmm. Should that, should can, can that, can that icebreaker start there or do you think it's it's too far gone? It can start. I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person, you may call me, uh, what do they call him? He's, uh, they almost call you a fool. <laughs> I'm one of those people that I, I never think a person can't grow and change. Okay. I don't care who they are. I used to get in arguments with uh, professors in grad school when they would say uh, antisocial personality disorder. Mm -hmm. The only thing you can do with them is put them in prison. I used to get in these Absolutely arguments. Not. And I, I used to be I'm like, gonna, I, I, like, I cannot accept that. And I can't like, accept well, that either. And I would be told. I had one professor told me it's because of your uh, your religious Christian beliefs. That's why. You That's think like true. that. And I was like, That's I just, definitely not true. I just do not think. I think as long as a person's breathing, they have the ability to grow. Does it get harder? Yeah, because sure. the longer you do things, the more your brain is locked into that thing. Absolutely. So uh, your neural pathways network takes you to this subconscious action. And of way what of I'm thinking. going to you do. Don't yeah. Even, yeah. You don't even say, hmm, should I? You just flow right into it. Go right it. into it. But I believe a person can change. I just do. So I believe any man can grow in that role. They just need to be around. They need to be in the right soil. Yes. They need to be getting the right water. They they listen. I I read I read a study a couple of weeks ago how good dirt is for everything. Mm -hmm. How good dirt is for the mind, how good dirt is for the soul cuz nothing really 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 has grown unless it's been in dirt. Mm -hmm. And I thought about that thing. I don't like dirt. I don't like dirt. I'm not, I'm not, listen, I'm telling my people out there right now, I don't like dirt. I'm not a Martha Stewart type person. But a couple, a couple years ago, I decided there was a neighbor mm -hmm. and, and her flower bed looked really, really nice. Yeah. And I said to myself, I said, I want a flower bed like that. So I literally took it upon myself to try to go out and do this flower bed. Mm -hmm. What I'm, hundreds and hundreds of dollars of these flowers and then when i got home i kind of got a little scared because of the dirt because i ain't want no <laughs> bugs and no worms or nothing like You're that like, I don't do but dirt. after the mission was accomplished and i leaned back and it was almost uh dark and i leaned back and i was so proud of myself because i saw what i could have what i accomplished in the dirt it's okay to be in that valley to be digging down in that dirt and then last year before right as it got to be spring i saw the flowers bloom up from mm -hmm. that dirt. 
So I, I, I think it's okay. And I think if more men would understand that it's okay to grow from the situation that they're in, just to make sure that, and then you have to go, I tell, I tell my kings all the time, you have to go through things in order to grow. Yeah, you're going to. You're going you're, you're to. Just, you're going to go through. But you have some men who suppress all that. They do. But a lot of them are angry or they become numb. Mm-hmm. Or they do other things to get those needs, man. Like, yeah, a lot of men that say, I don't have no needs. The only needs, like, especially you think about Father's Day and me being totally transparent. You know what I used to tell my wife and my kids I wanted for Father's Day? Just give me a day of not asking me for nothing. You know what I mean? Give me just a free day. Mm-hmm. And was I thought that was the noble thing. Yeah. Nah, I asked for stuff. I yeah. asked for stuff this year. Yeah, I, I would like this and this and this and this. And they were like, oh. Oh, that wants something. What this this dude this dude wants something, and they were like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I want that." Yeah. So it's like, uh, so many of us, it's it that identity piece, mm-hmm. who you believe yourself to be. Absolutely, that tells you what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. And so many of these fathers, and there's plenty of great fathers out here. It is. It's a. It's, 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 it's a mountain of them. Yeah, and there's it's also there is also this piece too. That I want to say where I do some things well and some other things I may struggle with. Absolutely. So that's to just us, right? so to yeah, so to just say this person is just black and white, you're a good father, you're a terrible I don't, I don't, father. The black and white thing yeah, doesn't work for that, me. Because we're we all got shades of gray. Absolutely. We really do. So it's about taking that courage to face those sure, things sure. where you're struggling at and finding safe spaces. Men don't have enough safe spaces. The biggest thing, because I never really talk about what we talk about on Wednesday, on Wednesday nights, but the biggest thing I can talk about is you all, I've not had a man come to that meeting and say they've had a space like that before. Wow. We don't have spaces. And, and, and it's, and you know, here at the Business Suites at Brass Mill, we try to provide a lot of people with a lot of things and, and we're growing leaps and bounds. And I, I'm, I'm proud of the leaps and bounds. But one of the things I'm most, that I, I can hold up high is, I love the fact that your men's your men's meeting is there because I feel like I I feel like I'm standing behind you and no one can see me, but I'm behind you, pushing you like 100 percent. So if you're looking for an outlet, are you looking? And you know what? The first thing we need to do is we need to take ownership that we need that help. Mm -hmm. And then we need to go out and we need to research and scout out those safe places. Well, here at the Business Suites at Brass Mill, we have you every other Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're, we're going to leave his information. So that way, if you are struggling in any capacity, can I say that in any capacity? Yeah. Okay. It, and it's just for, I, for, for men, it's just creating that space. And uh, yeah. ori- originally, my mindset was, I'm going to keep it real, real small. Yeah. So oh, yeah, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you tried to be, tell me that. So it can be intimate. I think I think you, you first told me it was like 10 or 12, 20, 10 or 15 or something. Some, some, yeah. some, some and number. My, my, my first thought was going to be to do five to 10. And, and I remember I remember, I remember telling him, I don't think that's going to work. But, you know, I'm I'm your I'm your cheerleader over here, but I don't think that's going to work. But we're, the reason why I said any capacity, because you also have um, a counseling um, uh, business that you run mm-hmm. to that, 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 that right. we're happy that he's joining executive suites of brass mill. He's coming from the small spot to the big spot. So that means you growing leaps and bounds. But the only reason I said by any capacity, because you do have other outlets yep. besides just this Wednesday, every other Wednesday. Yes, I'm a, you know, I'm a licensed clinical professional counselor. If you want to be all title based. 
Well, sometimes so, we need those yeah. titles so that way because yeah. we have a lot of people that's going to be watching tonight. And, it, and if there's something that they're struggling with and they don't want to come mm -hmm. to a, to the men's group, I want to make sure that they know that there's right. other avenues that, that you can con they can contact exactly. you with. Yeah. So when you talk about like fatherhood and mental health, I'm a firm believer healed men lead wow. the healed families. Wow. That lead the healed communities yes. that lead the healed nations. So just the more healed I am, mm -hmm. the better I can show up for mm -hmm. my wife. The more healed I am, the better I can show up for my kids. The more healed I am, the better I can show up for my community. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. if there's one thing, if there's one thing we have lost, you know, we talk about, because my father and I had just the greatest conversation the other day. Because I had heard somebody say, a therapist that I really respect out of Florida, she was doing a video and she said, you know, uh, the concept is so many of us tell our kids, I'm not your friend. I'm not your that. friend. I have said that. And I've said that to my kids. And my father said that to me. So I was telling my dad, I said, yeah, I was watching this video. And because I respect the person so much, I couldn't just blow it off. Mm -hmm. I respect what she puts out clinically. So I was like, I can't just blow off what she's saying. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, yeah, I might want to hear that. And my dad says, yeah, I wish I wouldn't have told you. We can't be friends wow. when you were younger because he said, I said that because I didn't know how to balance that. Hmm. So if I be your friend, are you going to take that as, oh, you just my boy. So if I tell you to do something, you're going to blow me off like, ha, dad, get out of my face. You're my man. You're my boy. We cool. You know, he said, because I didn't know how to balance it. Wow. I, I, don't, I, 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 played, don't I played the whole, I ain't going to be your friend. We're not friends. We'll be friends when you got your own family. So it's like, sometimes your kids do need you to show up in that capacity. I remember telling Saquon, I remember he he was he was running out of Magnolia Elementary School mm -hmm. and he had a piece of paper and he was trying to show it to me. And I remember being in the front of the car. I told him, open the door. He got in. He got in. And he says, mommy, 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 mommy. I said, yes. I said, he said, look at my picture. And I told him, oh, I see your picture. That's a nice picture, son. Mm -hmm. He says, mommy, you're my best friend. And I remember turning around. I'm not your friend and I'm never going to be your friend. I'm your mommy. You know, and 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 still to the day, he talks about the trauma that I put up, mm -hmm. that I placed upon him yeah. doing that. And you know, it's, it's still today. Sometimes when he tells his friends, you can see like the smile turn into an upside down frown mm -hmm. because he's like, you know, even on his shows, you talk about, you know, I'm, my mom is like the best thing. Like she's, but I can't call her my best friend. But now yeah. he's 24, and I know the boundaries, and I know what a real friendship mm -hmm. looks like. I want to eat back those words, but now I have to stand on principle because I threw it out there. Right. But now, you know what? I just said the other day, I said, you know, Saquon, you have been a better friend to me than sometimes that I've been to you. Mm -hmm. You know, and he kind of looked at me. He's like, well, why are you being so nice? Like, what do you want me to do? I said, I don't want you to do anything, but I, but that was, that was my contributing to the fact of the matter that maybe we need to watch those sets of context as we put them out. Right. to our children because now he's 24 and and he we walk in great friendship mm -hmm. now you know? what what you will allow him to do is one day if he has a family mm. he won't tell his kids we'll never we won't be friends yes to i don't want him up. i don't want him to ever right so to have my father say that i has, wish that had to be that had if to be i could good. go back that had to because that right. is not what I expected from him. <laughs> when I told him about that, right. about that reel, I expected him to say, your dog all right. They ain't your friends. Get get some years under your belt. Get a job. Have some kids. Get married. Mm -hmm. Then we can talk about mm -hmm. friendship. But for him to say, yeah, I wish 
if I could go back, I would not have told you, yeah, me and you ain't friends. That was that was that was another part of me taking my mask off because mm -hmm. I realized that you know, even within raising them, that I even had a mask going through raising them because mm -hmm. I didn't want them to know who I was. Right. Because I didn't want them to see the hurt. I didn't want them to see the pain. I just wanted them to see mommy in this in this light. But the technically and, and really to be truthfully honest here, they were seeing the pain whether I had it on or off. Right. Because it shows up. It does. It, it shows, shows up, up in these spaces. So, so many of us are scared to show their scars. Mm -hmm. We're scared to show our kids our scars. Part of that purpose is to show uh, this guy, uh, Jason Wilson, he always talks about being a comprehensive man. Mm -hmm. So I love that concept. That means I'm all around. Mm -hmm. So as a father, I'm comprehensive. So I let my kids see my successes, but I also let them see my struggles, Absolutely. which is scary. It is scary because is. I'm trying to tell you that was one of the things that I did as as it being a young mother. Mm -hmm. And and but I I remember nights that I was hungry, but they never knew mm -hmm. they were full. There was nights that I was scared, but they never knew I was scared. Right. They just knew that mom was in the house, the doors were locked. But there was many a nights I was scared. There was many a nights I went and cried myself to sleep because I wanted to make sure I wasn't sure I was doing this thing right. Right. Well, I, was just, I wasn't sure. Well, you and I were talking about before we got on. Yeah. There's no playbook. There is no there's playbook. No play, there's no playbook to parenting. You know, there's no, no there's no there's no set playbook no. to fatherhood because. I keep going back to subjective because so many things we see the world through the lens sure. of what's been implanted in us, the environments we absolutely, were in, absolutely. sometimes biologically, mm -hmm. things that have been put in us through a biological sense. And we see the world through that lens. So a lot of times you're learning as you go. Yes. You know, so I, I literally, I literally can tell you that. At the age of 48 in just a few weeks, I'm at my best. But going through those motions of, of, of the teardown, the mm -hmm. discard, the loneliness, the unhappiness, and, 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 and then building myself back up. So my children went through that with me. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, I have to say, you know, let me take it a little easy on it. Because one of the things with my, my, with my middle son, um, he and, I, he and I are have a, sometimes we have that tumultuous relationship. But one of the things that he told me uh, a couple of years ago, I grew with you. You know, he grew up with me. So I made a lot of mistakes. But right. one of the things that I give him and I give to my sons and I give to um, even my adopted sons and the people that call me mom. If you're out here and you're doing it, I, I, I just pray that you do it better than I did it for you. Right. I just and then if you're out here and you're holding these grudges against your parents because oh they're back way back when you did this to me way back well you know what it's time to end that cycle right. too because that's abuse too mm -hmm. and you're giving yourself a lot of emotional abuse a lot of times I realize too I'm over here worrying about what he thinking we said he over there asleep having this stuff a good old time <laughs> doing whatever so I need to give myself. I needed to forgive myself for what I did not do right. and what, what I could not establish with them. So now that he has his own children, I'm sitting back and I'm waiting mm -hmm. because guess what? There's going to be a day that you're not going to get it right. Because yeah. there's many a days I didn't get it right. And in reality, that's everybody. And that's everybody. So now I just I just hope that I'm, I'm around long enough to see him make that milestone in him for him to, to get reacclimated with the fact of, okay, now I see where, what my parents went through mm -hmm. because it's not an easy task. No, it's not. It's it. It is. Any hood is not an easy task. I mean, whether it be friend, whether it be father, whether it be grandmother, whether it, 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 it's hard in every realm 
because I'm telling you, I'm a grandmother and I can tell you right now, I'm not one of them grandmothers to be like, no, 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 I, I'm not showing up every day because grandma, mama, mama Tay Tay got something else she need to do. So in every realm, there's disappointment, but in every realm, there's victory too. It mm -hmm. all depends on where you want to stand on the platform That's and claim it. it. That's it. it it's, it's perspective. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at, uh, at fatherhood, like every father that wants to reconnect with their kids, so look, try to try to find a way to have that happen. Absolutely. Because, you know, there's there's so many things that go on. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of pain. You got to muscle uh, through a lot yeah, of that. Though. Sometimes it's sometimes it's well, they they've made it this far and they're doing well. I don't want to go in there and mess it up. Right. But, but you already messed it up by, by, by staying where you are. Because yeah, you never age out of father. Absolutely. I was going to say, well, you never age out this I, thing. So I tell my kids all the time, you can be mad at me all you want. That's fine. Those are your emotions. Those are your feelings. That's yeah. why God gave them to you. Right. But one thing in life you cannot change. I'm your mother. You're my son. And there's nothing we either one of us can do about it. That's it. So we're all we're, we're, we're here. We're mm -hmm. here. But, be, you know, I, I just try as, as a mother, I try to show up to be the best that I can. Right. You know, and, 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 and early, early on, I remember I used to try to be super mom. I used to try to be super mom. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be the best at this and best at that. Now, I, I done got to the point where I, I, I just show up where I can. Yeah. You, sometimes you just have to show, like you just said, sometimes you just have to show up yeah, where you, you just, can. You, you, sometimes you have to just, if you're, if you're, you're in your kid a distant, but you know, he's in, he's playing basketball. Sometimes you just have to sit all the yeah, way show, in the back. Show up at the game. Show, sit all the way in the back. You don't got to say, oh, that's my boy. Yeah, just, but, 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 but know that you're there. Yeah, that's your boy anyway. He's, he's, he's your boy. That's, that's, that's my son. That's my show daughter. Up. I don't have to show up with bells and whistles no. and shooting off fireworks. No. Some of the times I've showed up. And my son didn't even know I've been, I was there mm -hmm. because you, you know, you, if you feel like you're out there and you're isolating that parent, sometimes listen, the show up game isn't always meant to be seen, but I can show up in your dreams because I, I, I keep my kids covered in prayer. Mm -hmm. I keep my kids covered. And that's something, some of the, some of the time they walk in and be like, Oh, I don't know how that happened because you had a praying mother, right? You had a praying mother. Some of the times you think, Oh man, I, 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 I how did that happen? How did that happen for me? Because you had a praying mother. Nothing, nothing supersedes a praying parent nothing. for a child. That's it. There's a lot of times my kids been out here and, you know, they've been they've been doing this and they doing that. And, you know, we are in this genre now where we're where our black males are being being shot and killed and all that stuff. And then, you, you know, Saquon was like one day he was like, yeah, you know, they this cop stopped the car in front of me. I thought they were going to stop me. No, they weren't going to stop because I already covered you in prayer this morning. I already know what it's like to pray for mine. Yeah. And even if you don't accept what I'm doing for you, I still cover you. Right. And then that's that's another part of thing that, that that a lot of parents don't do. They don't cover their children in that aspect. No, and it, sometimes they're like, "Well, that's not what I believe." But it, that's fine. But I tell you what, I can tell you what works. I tell you what, when we go in a crisis, well, somebody always thing, says, "Pray for us." Pray, pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Yeah, pray for the nation. You know, so it's like I, I don't play you, when it comes to mind. Yeah, we I always don't. we always go to that. Yeah, and you know, as as a as a father who uh you know, for for me personally, I'm a Christian. So that's that's part of that's my belief system. That, that, that's my belief I, system. I don't let anybody leave my house without praying over them first. Usually I'm out the door by 4:35 in the morning. Mm -hmm. I prayed over everybody in the house before I walked. I out the I, door. Re I remember that's when it was just me and my kids and 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 and, and 
at night, you know, I would I would go to their door and, and, and when I felt like, you know, I just didn't do such a good job that day. But I, I, I would just stand in the doorway and I'd pray over them right. and say, you know, God, just, just show me and teach me the right way to do this right. thing. You know, and, 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 and that's just not a man or a woman thing. But, you know, it's great to have a man cover your house. It's great to have a man cover you in a lot of things. But sometimes you're not going to get that show up in that. So right. you need to be the best father. You can be the best man you can be. And like I need to be the best woman I can be and be the best mother I can be. But I also men and women need to take another role. Another one more role. I got to make sure that I cover you. Yeah. If I want you to help me raise my kings, I got to make sure that I'm in line yeah. and doing the right things, too. Absolutely. And I can tell you early on in my life, I I well, what? He, I, I ain't doing that. But now that, that, that I've gotten older, mm -hmm. I know for a fact that I have to pray for my king. So that way my king can go out in these streets and my king right. can go out and be healthy and, 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 and understand mentally where he needs to be. Yeah. We we have to have that covering for each other. We we do. I I'll say I'm I'm so blessed in that aspect that I've never had to worry about that. My wife's a prayer warrior, mm -hmm. so I don't even I never have to worry about if I'm. But covered. there's a lot of men that worry about that. Yeah, and there's a lot of men that worry about. There that. are there, and here's the thing. It it is so vital. You know, one of the biggest needs because a lot of times men don't ask for what they need. Mm -hmm. So, like as a father, what you need. You need to know that sometimes you just need to know that what I'm doing mm -hmm. is having impact. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you do need to know that. Yes. You know, that, 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 pat, that, yeah. that, that pat on the back yeah, job. You, well done. Yeah. You just, good. you just need to know that. And see, I'm, I'm, I'm working on, I'm working on a fatherhood report card. Cause I have my kids grade me sometimes. That's amazing. Yeah. I have I them great. Great. That's amazing. What, what is dad doing? Well, where is dad maybe missing it? What are you getting from dad that's impacting you the most? What are you not getting from dad mm -hmm. that there might not be an awareness of? Because the first the first step of change is awareness. Absolutely. You have to become Abs aware. Absolutely. Then you have to then you have to work towards that surrender and acceptance. Absolutely. You have to surrender to what you become aware of because you can know something. Still be like, hey, I'm not with well, you know, I always go back to and of course, you know, I have to throw that out there. I always go back to salvation. When you're when you're walking through your realm of the ABCs of salvation mm -hmm. and, and and now that you know about it and now that you've made that commitment. Right mm -hmm. now, you got to live it. Yeah. Living it, too, requires surrender. Surrender. So, you know, my pastor has been teaching uh, on reconciliation all year. Mm -hmm. And now he right now he's teaching on mm -hmm. making making Jesus Lord mm -hmm. because he can be savior. Oh, yeah. But but, but he might not be Lord. And when somebody's Lord. You do what they tell you to do. Absolutely. You don't, uh, you know. Uh, Absolutely. I hear you, but. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Lord is, Lord, Lord says do this mm -hmm. and boom. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going to do it. And sometimes that it's, uh, I don't have to be excited about it mm -hmm. to follow through with it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It, just, it, it, it could be that unspoken, that unspoken word about it. Yeah. It's just that I, I, I just feel like that there are a lot of fathers out here that are doing a fantastic job. They are. And, and even the fathers that are falling short, they need to know that, that it is OK to fall short, but we can't stay short. Right. Because there's, it, there's, there, there's there's some people like I, I can tell you right now, I'm looking, I'm, I, I'm visually seeing someone in my path right now mm -hmm. 
who is out here. He's working. He's doing the best of these kids and, and, and he's trying to make ends meet. Um, he's getting his kid every now, you know, every, every often as he can. Um, one of the things he said, you know, my kids are getting older. They're not calling me anymore. You know, they're not, you're not, they're not with me anymore, but he's doing the best that he can. And, and then I'll see where someone will jump on Facebook and say something like real demeaning about, you know, the circumstance, but listen, just having a man make that phone call to him and say, hey, dude, listen, um, you want to come throw the baseball around with dad this weekend or whatever? We have to stop badgering those, even if we can't, if they can't make that financial commitment to you. That mental commitment is a lifetime lasting. But that's why we have to heal. We do. Because we do. a lot of our behaviors. And women need to stop it. Yeah. But, but, need to stop it. but like I said, everybody needs to heal because a lot of our behaviors tell us that we have some unhealed areas. Mm -hmm. We're bleeding mm -hmm. on people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We are bleeding on our kids. Because how many kids are sitting in, at home listening to moms on the phones with dads or they ain't this and they ain't that? And then and the child's kind of thinking, well, wait a minute. I did think my dad was this and I did mm -hmm. think he was that. But the, the, whoever has the most the, the most time with the child can yeah. sow the most into them. Yeah. And I had to be careful. I had to start watching my mouth and being careful around the, what I used to say when, 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 when my ex-husband would say mm -hmm. things that, that would trigger me. Or I would say things to trigger him. Right. But one thing that he had better than me, he had a great exit strategy. I wanted, I wanted to finish what I was saying. I wanted to get, I wanted to make sure he understood, you know. And then I would look off at the far corner and I would see these two little faces. And then I'm wondering why later on they're like, yeah, daddy ain't that, you know. Da -da. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because I put that precedence there. We gotta mm -hmm. be careful. Yeah. We, we just got to be careful. We we as adults. We need to find those outlets, those 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 clear exit strategies when mm -hmm. we're thinking. Not everything you think has to come out your mouth. No, it doesn't. Because you have to think about is it going to what's the damage that's going to and happen? the effect that it's going to take. So even again, almost being 48 years old, now that I'm I, now that I know better, I ain't going to say now that I'm grown. Because I don't think anybody ever gets to the, the, the trans facts where they're grown because we got so much knowledge. We got so much to learn. I, I just literally walked into another degree. And my son said that he he clowned me a couple of days ago. Yeah, your boy. <laughs> he clowned me a couple of days ago. Because you know what he said? He said, take a look over there in my office, which is right there. Mm -hmm. He said, what do you see on the walls? And I said, nothing. He said, but you, I see hope and ambition. Mm -hmm. He said, but when I walk down into your office, he said, I get a little, I get a little, you know, choked up because I see all what you have. And I I I want I want those things, mm -hmm. but I just want to get them at my own pace. Right. I want to run my own race. I want to run my own race. And you know what? And that air, that show aired about two weeks ago, and it's still weighing on me because as I walk into my office now and I just added another degree to the wall, I didn't realize the impact. Yeah. I just thought I was out here being a great mom. I'm being a great role model. Mm -hmm. I'm showing him what hard work looks like. I'm showing him what dedication looks like. I mean, literally in, 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 in four years, I've gotten two degrees in four years, you know, and, and I'm like, you know, adding from always from associates to two of this and two of that. Mm -hmm. Now, two of this and two of that. I thought I was just being like the greatest role model. And literally he told me he's six foot something or other 300 plus pounds. When he walks into my office, it was belittling to him. Can you oh, believe that? Oh. It was it was belittling to him. That 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 small area. 
So yeah, that, that that's just you know the the mental health piece that we have to as parents we have to make sure that we're not we're not belittling in any right. factor because as you see he's a grown man and he's mm -hmm. it's still that belittling factor. Well, every grown man and every grown woman has that little boy and little girl in him. Still inside of him. You know what man, I mean? Man, let me tell you, still we could go him. on and on and on and on we and can. on and on. Um, again, Cliff Bright uh, Jr. Let me put the junior on there because I don't want y'all looking for his dad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want them looking for your dad. Yeah, I want them my, looking for you. My dad is on Facebook. So <laughs> drop your information for us one more time, so that way they can look for you. Um, and they, they, he's also here at the Business Suites of Brass Mill. Right. But I want you to give a little bit more of your information. Uh, you can, if you want to check me out on social media, I'm on Instagram at Clifton C L I F T O N underscore Bright B R I G H T underscore L C P C. I'm also on Facebook at Clifton Bright Jr. Mm -hmm. And if you're inquiring about services or if you're interested in getting more information about that men's group, yes. you can email me at cliftonbrightjr at gmail.com. We are going to be dropping all of his links, all his information. And if you're looking for him and you have you didn't have any pen or any paper or whatever, you can go back on this broadcast and you can also uh, let us know. We have our podcast manager who can also put up that information. He'll get back to you. And if you're still out and about 1200 Brass Mill, he's here the majority of the time. Uh, so he's he's available. Um, it's just been it's a great connection. We've always we had a great connection from day one. Yeah. Definitely. And I, I'm so happy that you're one of my only quality people. And then besides, you know, I get some free therapy work because you know I need it. <laughs> we, I think and, we all need and look, it. We all do. I tell we people all, all the time, I, I see a therapist. Yeah. And I, I, I like I like to run across the hall and pick his brain. Yeah. I'm like, I got a question. He's like, is this a question about you or about something? I, I just have a question. He's like, OK, well, I got to look because I know how we are. Mm -hmm. But I just want to thank you for this allowing uh just, the, just your presence because yeah. it is father's day and and i think we can start right here with making the change just just saying hey look your mental health is, is important it is it is look and, and in finishing if you're a man out there a lot of men will tell you i've been thinking about going to therapy for a long time and mm -hmm. just uh you hesitated mm -hmm. therapy oftentimes we think we have these stigmas like oh i'm only crazy people go see a therapist no nah, you can see a therapist for anything adjustment, mm -hmm. life changes, moving mm -hmm. to a new city, uh, feeling like something's bothering me and won't let me get over the hump, but I don't know what it is. Just exploring yourself mm -hmm. because it's really about having that safe space where you won't get judged. Absolutely. And you can really, Absolutely. you can start taking those masks off because you don't have to worry about what if I take this mask off and show this person the real me? Are they going to reject me? Are they going to walk away from me? Are they going to cut connection? Yes. As therapists, we're non-judgmental, mm -hmm. so we're not looking. We're not looking for any of that anyway. So you can come in. I tell people, show up as you are. However, you talk anywhere else, come in here and talk like that. Whatever you want to say, nothing's dumb. Yeah, you know, that's, that's and it's really about creating that connection and making those safe spaces. And for every father, happy Father's Day again. Yes. And happy tell Father's yourself Day. you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Let me tell you. To end this segment. He is one of the reasons why I just, just joined, uh, actually was just honored with the National Association Accreditation of Christian Counselors. I actually am board certified. And this gentleman right here kind of swayed me into that avenue because I saw the great work he was doing and I wanted to add and contribute. So with that being said, not only is he in that realm of walk, but he's also in the Christian realm of walk as well. So with those with those wonderful aspects, you can't go wrong. 
Nah, you can't. And we thank you so much for your time tonight. All right. I Go you. enjoy your Father's Day. That's Make it. sure you have a great time. Check on your friends. Check on your dogs. Check on your cats because mm -hmm. it's okay not to be okay. It but is. we tonight are giving you an avenue. We're giving you the first shoe in. So if you need it, use it. If you don't need it, give it to someone else who does. Again, happy Father's Day, and we'll see you happy next time. Happy Father's Day.